listening to another episode of the Beulah Girl podcast. For links, related resources, and even more encouragement, visit BeulahGirl.com. Hi, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Beulah Girl podcast. I'm Carol Whitaker, your host. I'm here tonight with two friends, Sheila Michael and Susie Lolly. I'm going to be turning it over to Susie in just a moment so that she can interview Sheila and talk about a time in her life when she struggled with something I think a lot of women struggle with but maybe are afraid to talk about, and that is anxiety and panic attacks. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about Sheila before I give it over to Susie. I've known Sheila for years and years, and we were in choir together first, and then I sat next to her very sweet daughter-in-law, and we got to know each other then, and then we got to further know each other when we were in break time for moms together. She was what we called our Titus mom, Mm -hmm. which if you know the passage in Titus that talks about how older women are to instruct the younger, and I didn't mean that in a condescending way, but Sheila is a seasoned woman as she calls herself. She has... 13 grandchildren and they're all beautiful and she also has served as a mentor in my former church still does to many moms not only in the class i mentioned but now she is a mentor and a teacher of an online bible study for working women Um, she's an excellent person for this role because sheila herself is a retired elementary school principal she did that for many years and worked as a mother and she also mentors women in the hope ministry they have there. So she serves in many capacities and has had many opportunities to share her story. And we're so blessed to have her here tonight and have her share with us about a struggle that God helped her overcome and is continuing to help her overcome in her life. So Susie, let's just go ahead and turn it over to you. Well, I'm so excited to have the privilege to interview my new friend. Um, Sheila's been on the Beulah Girl team with me. Uh, Carol started the the blog and then brought us all in. Now we've got a podcast. It's so exciting. And um, I've been, I've never had anxiety attacks, panic attacks, that kind of thing, but I have felt anxious. And, you know, uh, the Bible talks about anxiety. And I I would agree with Carol that a lot of women have dealt with that. So I'm glad that we can mine your expertise tonight. Um, I want to say we are recording live from the Daily Grind in Marietta. And so if you hear the sound of a coffee grinder or a door slamming or something like that, just know it's part of the ambiance. But Sheila, let's go ahead and get started. So in your most recent article that you wrote for Beulah Girl, you describe a struggle you've had in your life with panic attacks. So describe how that started and what that looked like in your early years. Well, Susie, um, it was a struggle and they started at the age of 10, which is quite young. I remember waking up in the middle of the night crying out to my parents and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, having a hard time breathing. I was afraid that I was going to die and my mother would come and comfort me and, um, you know, I would get through that. But then as I became a teenager and was, I'll never forget when I was 17 years old, I was driving on 285 and with my mother in the car and had to absolutely pull over because I was in a full blown panic attack and I thought I was going to pass out or really in my mind, I thought I was dying. And so I pulled over and got composure. Um, My mother talked with me, um, but she didn't fully understand. Um, what I was going through. She tried to, but she didn't fully understand um, all the issues that I were dealing with. And then um, they continued. 
I became a, I call it a frequent flyer to the emergency <laughs> room. And uh, that was a problem because mm -hmm. they saw me and they would just check me out quickly and say, here's the brown bag, breathe, oh. honey, breathe and relax. Mm. And so I would leave and um, I'd shortly return because I was still having these anxiety attacks that would reoccur. Mm. So uh, that happened f for a good long time that I was going to the hospital and um, struggling with these uh, panic attacks. And I can't imagine as a child and a teenager, there's already so much kind of trauma just by being young and having to deal with all that, I can't even imagine. Well, what were some of the things that people told you about the panic attacks? You know, there's obviously a doctor explanation. You're going to maybe give us a different explanation too, but were you a believer at this time or what were people telling you? Well, my doctor, you know, did a full physical. In fact, I had several physicals and nothing showed up that there was any physical issue. That's one thing that is important. If When you feel that you're having anxiety and they keep reoccurring, you know, consult your doctor and let them do a full-blown physical to right. make sure there's no problem. But there was no problem in my life um, physically. Right. And so uh, he just reassured me that I needed to relax and enjoy life more and that, um, you know, just to, and when I had these attacks, you know, breathe into the paper bag. <laughs> so I'm telling you, that paper bag was my best friend. It was stuck in my purse. It was in the oh. car. And I used that thing, believe me. So um, I did have, um, you know, just an, a, a, a trying time. And part of the issue that I had was that I had stepped away from my faith mm -hmm. and I was trying to live life my way. And so that um, probably brought on more of these anxious moments. And Carol, it's kind of funny that you said that because Carol and I just were in the same spot recording my testimony about depression. And it's so, for a believer, it's such a connection when you know that there's this tension between what I should be doing, what I am doing, mm -hmm. and it, it causes maybe even more anxiety than a non-believer would have in that circumstance. Yes. You know, because I've stepped away and I know I've stepped mm -hmm. away. You know, I'm yes. trying to do it my way. Well, you also, in your article that you wrote, describe a time when you lost your first child. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. And you hit rock bottom. What did you, what do you mean by that? And, you know, tell us how that affected your anxiety and, you know, how that impacted you, things that were already going on, how they may have intensified with certainly a really traumatic situation like that. Well, I had been, of course, having uh, these frequent anxiety attacks. And um, I also, before I lost my child, I, I had a little girl. Her mm. name was April. Mm. She was born at six months, and she lived three days. And um, it's really hard. Oh, okay. um, yeah. It's really hard. Um, she was very just, she was beautiful. Mm. And before that, I had lost two other children through miscarriage. Mm. And so when I was carrying this baby so well and doing so well, it was such an unexpected shock that I rushed to the hospital and had this baby and, you know, just was so devastated. And I mean, I was just caught up. It was like, a, I call it like a tornado, a dark cloud, and I was being twisted around within myself and blaming myself for this loss. If I, what have I done this? Mm -hmm. What have I had done that? Um, but you know, 
at that time I still just had a I had a smidgen of faith and I took that little mm-hmm. tad mustard seed the mustard <laughs> seed of faith mm-hmm. and I was at such a point in my life so devastated mm. that I actually I remember sitting in the bathtub um, you know after the loss of this child and um, you know praying and just asking God to comfort me and he stepped in mm. and he provided a comfort to me and I know it was because of my mustard seed of faith right. and I called on his name and he blessed me by surrounding me and giving me hope. Now, my panic attacks did not end. Mm. They stayed with me, but not as frequent. Right. I found a little bit more of peace within my heart that I wasn't quite as anxious. So God was doing some things in my life at that time, and I was very grateful for it. Now, um, you said that your panic attacks were continuing, and and I have something else to ask you in a minute, but um, do you feel like panic attacks are kind of frequent for women? Yes, they are. Um, I have found in doing my own little side homework that they typically occur more in women than um, in men, Mm -hmm. and that um, it's usually at the age that I was at in the 20s and 30s is when a lot of women, um, you know, have these attacks. And so, yeah, I, it, it, that was, I was prone to it anyway. Right. And then at being at that age, I found that I had those attacks. And I think what happens is you uh, set a pattern of behaviors mm-hmm. in your life and you find yourself going into a dance, I call it, with a, a panic attack. And right. it comes on and you kind of work yourself into it in fact my daughter has had panic attacks and she has called me and we have you know stood together uh using god's word right and me speaking and and reassuring her that i'm a pro at panic attacks (laughs) i can help you i can deal with this yes and so she has been able to walk through them because of my experience and that's the reason why i wanted to do the broadcast is to reassure women that sometimes it's sort of a normal breath of life for some women Mm -hmm. and that we should not fight against it because I was thinking that I had a problem I was abnormal and but I didn't realize it was more normal right and that if I kind of took it in stride and not fought it as much and looked at my Heavenly Father for that peace, then I would be able to uh, manage my anxiety better. Well, in my generation, which I'm getting a lot of gray hair, so I don't know. I, I love how in your post you call yourself a seasoned woman. So I'm becoming pretty seasoned myself <laughs> with some salt and pepper. But um, I love how we have your experience to draw on because a lot of times we do. I mean, I'll be honest. I felt like, you know, I'm a freak for going through different things. I'm the only one who's ever been through this. But I like you saying out loud, you're not alone. I've been through this. I've done that. So you you hinted around to this a minute ago. You said, you know, you got in the tub and you were just like, God, take my mustard seed. But at what point did you fully say, God, you know, I need help with this. I can't handle it anymore. And, you know, what did that process look like for you? Well, what I did was um, I started looking uh, toward my 
relationship with God. I, I actually realized I didn't have much at that time mm. and wasn't going to church, wasn't being challenged. And so then I started going to church and started reading his word. And there's one particular scripture um, that I really enjoy and I want to read it. It's Psalms uh, 34, 4 through 7. And this is the message version because I, I think it's a little clearer and I, you get a graphic picture of what this means. So it, it says, God met me more than halfway. <laughs> he freed me from my anxious fears. Look at him. Give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. When I was desperate, I called out and God got me out of a tight spot. God's angel set up a circle of protection around me while I prayed. And that is my little version. I put I in there because it spoke to my heart. Yes. And, you know, I really try to smile now at God when I have these panic attacks because I know he's got this. Right. And it took me a long while to get to that point. But um, it was a journey, but I have gotten there, and it's through God's Word and going and being more involved in His Word and surrounding myself, going to church, being active in a Bible study. That gave me a solid ground right. for me to be able to thrive and to overcome these attacks. And I feel like we're just like the children of Israel in you know, we, we want to say, oh, they gave up on God and they saw so many miracles, but so have we. Think of how many times he's delivered you with his mighty hand out of panic attacks. Mm -hmm. You know, how he brought you back from the brink of despair. I haven't been able to have children yet, and that's mm -hmm. a, an intense sorrow for me. But I can't imagine having one mm -hmm. losing. And so, yes. um, and that happened to you three times. And so, isn't it amazing that no matter what we're facing, that God is faithful, you know, yes. to bring us out. He's a very faithful God. And you talk about also in your post two words that are used over and over again. What are those two words that can really encourage us? Fear not. Fear not. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> you write, That's okay. You're so, you write such profound things. That's okay. I asked you a trick question. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, what did I write? She wrote, fear not, everybody. I know that's very simple, but fear not. It truly is. You know, that is in the God's word and he tells us not to mm -hmm. fear and is through our faith that we grow stronger, that we will become not fearful. Right. And when we are fearful, we just have to say, I am to fear not right. because God doesn't want us to be walking in fear. He wants us to walk in confidence. Yes. And so, yes, fear not are those words. And I have shared those with my daughter. <laughs> you know what? I want everybody listening just to know we are real people recording, really. And, and sometimes Susie goes off the script. But we're having a real conversation. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anybody to feel like they're just listening to somebody read something. Because yes. this is a real-life experience. Right. And so... Um, I just want to thank you for being on the on the podcast. We're going to hear more from you. Mm -hmm. um, you're able to, to show us that we can turn to the scriptures to find help for anything. In your case, it was panic attacks. But if you're listening to this episode and you have had those, that's your solution. If you're listening to this episode and you're struggling to have motivation to clean your house, the Word of God is your solution. It's like no matter what we have, I, I love that my favorite name for God is I Am. And I always say, I am fill in the blank. You know, mm -hmm. God is whatever we need. So um, we're going to pray. And um, this is just part one of a conversation. I'm so excited. I'm going to turn the mic to Carol in just a few minutes for our second recording. Um, but you've got a lot of wisdom to share. Mm -hmm. So let's just pray and ask mm -hmm. God that this would not just be something else we hear, Amen. but something that we take in. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
God, we love you. We thank you so much, Lord, for allowing us to talk to Sheila, for allowing her to be a Titus woman. You talked about in, um, in your word, you had Paul to tell us that the older women are to teach the younger women. And there's so much that she has to share with us. God, I pray, mm -hmm. Lord, that you would help us to calm our anxious hearts. Yes. All of what you say in Philippians 4 about being anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, making our requests known to the Lord. All of those things, and it continues on from there, are true. And I just pray, Lord, that as we're recording this, God, and as this message is going out, Lord, that people who feel paralyzed by anxiety, by stress, by the circumstances of life, that they don't feel like they'll ever get their hope back. In the name of Jesus, will we claim that hope. We come against the darkness, and we just claim that every promise you have spoken, God, it is for us. You love us, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.